0: Hey, Kendra. In today's episode, I'm talking with Cindy Allen Stuckey, who shares invaluable insights about finding your God-defined purpose, aligning your passions and talents, making small corrective shifts, and transforming your midlife journey. Join us as we explore the power of self-reflection, embracing your spiritual gifts, and reclaiming your life's direction. So grab a cup of inspiration because today's conversation will guide you toward your next yes in your career. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck in searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grownups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred. It's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. Alan Stuckey is a heart centered international speaker, coach, educator, and author known for empowering individuals to reach their full potential. Featured in major publications like O Magazine, Entrepreneur, and Forbes, she began her journey overcoming a childhood heart defect. With a master's in education, she pioneered solutions like on site childcare in education. In the corporate world, Cindy excelled as a director in HR and organizational development. After two decades, she founded Making Performance Matters, aligning employee performance with business results. Her 2023 book, The Shift Cafe, encapsulates her mission. Beyond work, she's a board president, promotes racial justice, aids refugees, and fosters political engagement. It's my pleasure to welcome Cindy Allen Stuckey to the show today. Welcome back to the show, everyone. With me today, I have Cindy Allen Stuckey. And Cindy is an author and a former educator. And I'm going to let Cindy introduce herself and give us a little bit more, little bit more. I can't talk today, a little bit more background. Welcome to the show, Cindy.
1: Thank you for having me Mel. I'm really happy to be on here.
0: You're welcome. We're excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you. So you've
1: mentioned a couple of things that I am. I'm I'm a speaker, coach, educator, and author. My mission has always been to serve people determined to create positive shifts in their life, one little shift at a time. Yes. And when I talk about shift, imagine an ocean liner moving along. And it needs to shift one degree. Mm-hmm. So, it does. It hardly seems like it's anything at all, but over time, it really starts making a difference. Yes, make other shifts and other shifts. So that's really how I define how I define shift.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. And yeah, you're right. It does make a big difference as you go along. A little tiny shift every day will make a huge difference in the end, for sure.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly.
0: And I started out as an educator. You
1: had mentioned educator. Mm-hmm. I taught first grade, loved it at the time, but also knew that when I had children that I was not going to be able to do both, went through kind of an early midlife crisis, went through a divorce, and I had a two and a half year old and I wasn't working. And one of the many times in my life when it's, okay, now what am I going to do when I grow up? Right. Um, at that time had enough keyboarding skills uh to actually work in a small office uh because the day that I the day that I transferred the very last of my money from savings into checking, and it's called There's No More, I have to do something right now. Right. Shift. Yes. Uh, so, you know, you know, worked in a small office and from there really started thinking about okay, so I have this education, I have two education degrees, bachelor's and a master's. What am I going to do with them? So I was very fortunate. I had uh, someone that I worked with that said, I think you need to go over here and talk to this person. So I met with this person and lo and behold, you know, I told her, I said, I feel like I have these worthless education degrees in the real world. And after I was done talking with her, I found out that she was the senior VP of a global manufacturing organization that happens to have its headquarters here i'm in indiana and so she said you know may i may i redo your resume i said sure and she said ma'am yeah i want to make it more business-like because obviously it was very education wise Mm -hmm. that was you know talking with her was amazing because she said you know i think maybe in talking with you you really maybe need to be looking at the whole adult ed piece you Mm -hmm. know learn the education degree you know you know how people learn Um, you know you know how to talk behavior you have some business pieces here, so I'm very good at following directions. We had a community college, and then we have a branch of a um, Indiana University here at where I live. So I started applying for jobs and um, ended up I because of my background. So I had the education piece, which they really wanted in the community college, obviously. Mm-hmm. I had some of the business and real world experience. So I ended up being hired to coordinate a federal grant. And it was to really help people, it was really for homemakers as well, it was really for disadvantaged homemakers, single parents, you know, really look at everything that gets in our way of, of succeeding. Been there, done that completely. Yeah, right. Yeah. And from, and, you know, loved it at the time. But another, I happened to see that at our adult ed program here, that they had received a brand new grant. Mm hmm. And it was to work with the parents that did not have uh, GEDs, but to work with the parents of kindergarten, first and second graders while the children were in school. So at that time, I taught GED classes, life skills, parenting skills. And then there was a time that the children would come into the room and really help the parents work on, you know, how how do I work with the children? So again, applying everything completely, you know, it was, it was, you know, kindergarten, first and second grade, Mm -hmm. and then working with the adults. So just another little step there. And that grant was not renewed after four years. So one of the many times in my life, again, with, okay, now what I'm going to do when I grow up, and someone that I used to work with had said, Cindy, you know, do you remember such and such? And I worked with her at the community college. I said, well, we were acquainted. She said, well, you know, she's in HR and training and development. We haven't have Cummins Engine Company here in where I live. Mm-hmm. You know, she's in one of the manufacturing plants. So it gave me her phone number. I called and you know, said, I don't know if you remember me or not. And she said, yes, I do. And I told her, I said, I have never been in a manufacturing plant ever. So when I got done with that, what had happened is she had somebody that worked in, she was over the training and development department. And she had someone that had taken a different job within Cummins. The work needed to be done. They'd done away with the headcount, but she had contractor money. And I remember telling my husband that evening, I have an interview at Cummins. And he said, what for? And I said, I have no idea, but I, I know I can do it. You know, I, I took this whole thing as far as behavior and how people learn. And um, I was there as an independent contractor, a couple different contracts for about two years. Gained a wealth of knowledge as far as the whole manufacturing piece also really saw so much about how you know the education piece and the manufacturing and business just fitting together. Now I looked at how how programs called training were there mm-hmm. and it's a presentation.
0: Yeah, right. So and, you're basically an instructional designer. Exactly. Yes. And what I was thinking as you were talking, I was listening and your degree was not worthless. You just, God had you where he needed you for each of those times so you could get what you needed to move into that next thing. And so what I want all of my listeners to understand is what you're doing, every single thing that you do every single day is you learning for the next thing. And whether you think you're going to be able to use it or not. God's got a plan for you and he always can pull any of that past knowledge or that past learning that you have accrued over time and use it for that next thing. Yes. And actually when
1: it, what I didn't say was when, what am I supposed to do now when I grow up? Actually, it was God. What am I supposed to do now when I grow up? Right. To the point of help. Yes. Called, I don't have a job. I have no money left. I have a, by then a three and a half year old. Mm -hmm.
0: And God's really good at stepping in right when you need him. And he gives you all of this time to grow and getting to that point where it's like at the 11th hour is when you have to have the most faith that he's going to show you that next step. What is that next step? And so that has been my message this past two weeks. What is that one next thing that you need to do and take action on? Exactly. Exactly. And it's also being willing to put yourself out there a little bit. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, exactly. You know, I had several people that said, I think you ought to talk to, and it would have been really easy to think, oh, I don't want to, but it's, you know, it's, it's taking that very tiny step to put myself uh, out there because I have, yes. you know, they love me and care about me. And they're saying, Cindy, I think this is, this is somebody you need to talk to. And that's just mm-hmm. happened so much of the time and all the time in my life.
0: Yes. So let's make a little bit of a shift. So you did all of that and then you are also an author as well, correct? Yes.
1: Yes. yes. I- so
0: tell us about that because that, of course, in the education world, everybody wants to write a book <laughs> and um, we have a lot of great knowledge coming from our education ed- educators that can translate into written material to help someone else. And you did that. So tell us about that. Well, after I was at three different global manufacturing
1: organizations and ended up being the director of um, organizational development, training development in one of the German companies, I was the first female ever to director level position. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was one of these, you know, I need to be able to take my skills. I need to be able to take what I know other places. So I left my wonderful full-time job and started my own company hmm Making performance matter, working with organizations, but I just had, had so many people throughout my lifetime saying, Cindy, you should write a book. Like I said, I don't know what I would be writing on. So I happened to be in a right. I happened to be in a virtual mastermind group with a lady from England. I found out that she is a former educator and was planning to work on her PhD. So after one of our master virtual mastermind classes, I asked asked her to stay online. Mm-hmm. And what I said at that time was Karen, there's been so many people that keep telling me I should write a book, including you. I think I'm supposed to be talking to you about it, right? She's been on that for a long time, and and what I actually said was I don't even know what I'm supposed to be writing about. And she said, "That's where she said, Cindy, I know, I know how you operate, best. You operate best by talking." And she mm-hmm. said, "I'm going to interview you, ask the questions, and then she said, then I'll start putting it in a format." And that is how. The Shift Cafe, How to Step into the Power of Your Potential, came about. It really is, it's, you have a voice in your head that says, I need a shift. The mm-hmm. Shift Cafe leads you on a creative pathway to help you identify what you want in life and why, how to develop the courage to achieve it.
0: Yes. And
1: with a few small shifts, step into the power of your potential. Oh, and- I love that. I've always been about potential, whether I'm dealing with a six-year-old or whether I'm dealing with whatever age is here. Um, so we actually worked on it for about two years. And we then did a pilot study when it was still in a draft, you know, a Word document. Right. So we had people there that, you know, were giving us, you know, giving us feedback on everything. And um, so I ended up, I published my book last summer.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: Huge, absolutely huge. The other piece that I want to point out is through the pandemic, uh, and I know my husband thought she is going to drive me crazy because I work from home, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't get out and do much of anything. And I started painting. Mm -hmm. So
0: I painted
1: the cover. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: Our our listeners can't see it, but I can see it. And it is amazing. It's really a really nice... Well painted picture, and good for you because I am not an artist at all. <laughs> it was either. I'm but, crafty. I'm not artsy. <laughs> so. But
1: what I wanted in there was, I wanted to talk about behavior, mm-hmm. and you know, I talked to people about behaviors—what you say or what you do, or what you don't say or what you do or what you don't do—and I wanted, I wanted to look at behavior change. Mm-hmm. So this is really broken down in little steps. Our our chapters are called um, Sips because we're at the shift cafe, right? It is helping people, you know, helping people really look at what's their behavior like now Mm -hmm. and then giving them the tools so they can start
0: shifting that behavior in order to, you know, head towards what they want to do. Exactly. And I love the whole stepping into the power of your purpose, because that is what my audience is looking for, trying to figure out, what is my purpose? How can I know exactly what I'm supposed to do? Use my talents that I've been given and move into that career where I can really make a difference, where I'm stepping into the purpose that God created me for. Yes. And for your audience
1: that, that are educators, it was really interesting because my, my story is through there also. hmm book. You know, you work through different things there. My son was looking through it when it was still in a Word document because I had some things in there about him. And I said, I want you to look at this. And it was funny. He looked through it and he said, mom, this is a lesson plan, like a lesson plan. And I said, Mm -hmm. you mean here, we call them intentions. Here are the learning objectives. Mm -hmm. Here, here's how I define, you know, how I define shift. You know, let's, let's have some content you can practice. And what are you going to do then when you leave? Right action step. And when you come to action, yes. So like I said, you know, when my son, when my son said, this is like a lesson plan. And what I said was, what do you expect from two, you know, from two educators? Exactly. Exactly. So it took all of those, you know, all of those skills, all of those, you know, all the learning that I have had, you put it together in here um, in the format It addresses different learning styles. I mean, just, Mm -hmm. you know, people want to draw if they want to write. They want to go outside and go, you know, look something in nature. Absolutely. All, well, it took all of the, you know, all that combination, all of this, how people learn and how do you look at behavior? And, you know, one of our focus, and I know it's what, you know, it's a focus for you also, you know, we're, we're really looking at women Um, because women are the people that want to sit down and talk about this yes. and are willing to sit down because, and so what I decided I needed to do then was I run a 12 week group also, 12 mm-hmm. weeks, and, It's amazing, absolutely amazing as far as the trust, the respect and the shifts and the, you know, and the progress that people make and the long lasting friendship.
0: Yes, it is such my passion and my purpose to help them figure out what their next steps are. And I know that that's where God wants me at this moment. And I love hearing how you are also taking what you have learned and where you were at and you turn that into a purpose to help other people as well. And it doesn't matter if you're because I, I don't know if all of my listeners know, but they're going to now that I have two podcasts. I have Empowered Educator for teachers who are ready to transition from the classroom into a leadership position. But I also have... Um, Choose Your Next Yes, which is for midlife women who are ready, their empty nesters are going to be empty nesters, and they're ready to step into a career transition as well. So it doesn't matter who my audience is. This is relevant for both sets of my audiences. So I love it. And give me some last words of wisdom, no matter if it's the educator group or my midlife women. Tell. Give them some words of wisdom as they are moving forward and looking for that next thing that they're going to be doing. Um, and I think that you
1: know the the words of wisdom will be step into the power of your potential. We all have yes. so much potential. And, yes. You know. You know. I I hear from, and you might, you probably hear this also. You know, I hear from people with. You know, when I was in the third grade and. My teacher told me that I didn't know how to do math, and that's affected me forever. Mm -hmm. One thing I have in here is that the end of each sip or chapter Mm -hmm. is an original poem. And so, again, a way way to involve people. Mm -hmm. One of the ladies who went through that pilot group study, when she was in the fourth grade, she wrote a poem, and her teacher loved it, and she thought, I'm going to be published. She has four poems in here.
0: Wow, that's amazing.
1: So we all have so much potential. Yes. taking
0: It's taking that step, tiny, tiny. Mm -hmm. tiny Mm -hmm. Yes, and that's it. If you don't make a move, if you don't take action, it's just potential energy and it's never going to be energy in motion. You have to actually do it yourself. No one can do it for you. Get your big girl pants on, your big boy pants on, And do it. Even if you're scared, do it anyway. What is the worst that can happen? It doesn't work out? Well, if you don't even try, it's not going to work out anyway. So at least you tried. If you don't succeed, you know what not to do. You can adjust. You can course correct. You can make that little tweak. Like in the ship, you can go one degree, a different direction. And you can see where that journey takes you as well. And to go along with that, you know, so
1: many times people say, Oh, you know, I'm afraid to take a step because what if, what if I fail? And what I tell them is, you make the best decision that you can at the time with what you know. Yes, exactly. And when when you need to shift from that, then you do the same thing. Exactly.
0: And what if you fail? Well, what if you don't? That's right. If you don't, then look what you could have. You could have a book. You could be an author. You could do whatever it is you want to do. And if you fail, then probably you just needed to course correct anyway, because that wasn't exactly where God wanted you to be. And he's going to eventually get you there. But that course correction, that failure or what you think is failure is just you learning and you building your skills. Maybe you're building your resilience. Maybe you're building your courage. Whatever it is that you're building, it's not failure. It's just learning is all it is. That's all it is. Yes. Cindy, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Would you please tell my audience how they can connect with you? Yes, I would. My email address is Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y,
1: at makingperformancematter.com. That's my company. Okay. On Facebook, I'm um, under Cindy Wynn Allen Stuckey with a hyphen. Okay. I have a Facebook page, of The Ship Cafe Book. On LinkedIn, I'm under um, Cindy Allen
0: Stuckey. All right. Wonderful. And my listeners know that I will have all of that in the show notes, so they will not have any problem connecting with you. And I will also put the link to your book in there if you have one for me, and we will make sure that they have availability to get to that. So good. I am so happy that you came on today. Thank you so much for all of your wisdom that you shared with my audience. And I will talk to you later. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And thank you all for being here today. And I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.